Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, here we are at the beginning of a new year. And what might this year bring? We're in this series right now called The Power of New Beginnings. Now you can start something at any time and, it can, and it's new. But at the beginning of the year, many of us think about things in the year that is to come. Uh, I, it's my birthday tomorrow. And for some reason this week, I've been very reflective about the fact that it's my birthday. And I've think, been thinking back to when I was a teenager from what I can remember and in my early 20s. And gee, I was so certain about things back then. Um, there were so many things that I thought I knew that I get to this age right now and I stop and go, well, I, I don't know them quite so certainly. I, I, I was kind of black and white. This is the way, not the way. Even though I had the uncertainty of youthfulness, there was a certainty about confidence of knowing and, and almost an illogic to it. I was uncertain because I was young. I was certain because I was young, if that makes sense. And, and, and Paul writes to the Thessalonian church, this community of people, and he wants to say something to them about their spiritual growth. He wants to say something to them about their relationship with God. And, and, and I think in these first two verses of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, I, I think there's something really beautiful here. And I want to read it and then I want to go back. And, and in, my, in my preparation today, in my preparation for this daily devotional, uh, I really felt like the God, Lord speak to me and I pray that he would speak to you. Let's read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Finally, brothers and sisters, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you learn from us how you ought to live and to please God, as in fact you are doing, you should do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. Again, finally, brothers and sisters, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you learn from us how you ought to live and so please and to please God, as in fact you're doing, you should do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. Scott, if you can just leave that on the screen. Have a look at that word finally. Uh, often when we start something with finally, we can think it means conclusion. But the first letter of Thessalonians only has five chapters in it. And here we are at the beginning of chapter four. So there's two chapters to go. So it doesn't mean finally. What, what it is doing, it, it's it presenting another, another point. The last point he's going to make, but the last section that, he wants to, that Paul wants to point out. Often when I'm giving a talk, I might have three points and, and then there's a fourth and I might start the fourth one by saying finally. It doesn't mean I'm concluding. It just means here's the last of a series of points. And what Paul wants to talk to them, uh, to them about, he wants to talk about what's lacking in your faith. He's not telling them off. Uh, what he just wants to say is what's lacking in your faith. Um, and what he wants and what he's trying to indicate to them is that, is that, there is, that their present condition in their faith is not where they are to stay, that they are to move in their spiritual development to another stage. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you'd know that I've often talked about the fact that there are people who, who basically start their life, go to church when they're little, do all the things that you're meant to do, and then they just keep doing that for the next 60, 70, 80, you know, however many years of their life, 90 years of their life, 100 years of their life, they just keep doing the same thing. 
and there's no sense of progression. Well, Paul says, and in his writings consistently, it's not meant to be that way. And it's not just meant to be that we spiritually grow because we age and we get the, the natural wisdom of age that comes from experience, from the good and the not so good, the things that worked and the things that didn't work. No, no, no. It's that it's like a relationship that has richness and our relationship with God is meant to grow. Um, see, Paul, Paul focuses Paul focuses on, on, the, on correct living for God. Look at it again. Finally, brothers and sisters, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you learn from us how you ought to live and, so, and, and to please God, uh, as, in, as in fact you're doing, you should do more and more. What he's saying is you've already learned from us. Many of you know in your conscience, you feel in that, in that place where you stop and say, and you, and you stop and say, what is God asking of me? You've read, you know, know what the scriptures say, maybe. You l- have listened to the teaching of the church. You have reflected and thought about it deeply. And what you do is you come to a conclusion. This is what God is asking of me personally uh, to do. Um, and, and what he says is, it isn't necessarily about behaving differently but rather doing more and more of what we've told you. Look again, finally, brothers and sisters, we ask you in the Lord Jesus, that as you learn from us, you've already learned it, how you ought to live uh, and please God, you should do so more and more. Underline that, do so more and more. What What Paul is saying in this is you already know. You already know. You already know what to do. There is so much within you. You've already been taught prayer. There isn't another prayer. You already know how to pray. And and then it goes on in verse 2, and it says this. Look at it in verse 2. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. Paul is saying that you've been walking, following me now. You know what to do. Do more of that. When I was young, when I was young, and I think this is is something of, uh, of a younger person, is we get bored by things, don't we? And so we sometimes throw out the good in order because we want something new. Because somehow new is better than old. That somehow new is, uh, new has a, is, is more insightful, new is more powerful. But, but what Paul is saying to them is, you already have truth. Live that now. And you already know the things that bear fruit in your life. If I said to you, what makes you happy? When you, when you are serving God or you're living your life for God, what are the things that you feel that you meant to do? Paul would say to you, do more of that. You are already doing it. And, and we can even in this modern, fast-paced world, when it comes to faith, we can throw out the old and go, I need something new. I need a fresh, I need a fresh message. I need something that will, you know, stir me up. Where well, Paul says, keep doing more and more of the same. Through Advent, if you prayed with me every day, some people have been surprised by how repetitive it was. And the reality is, is that prayer is repetitive. You already know. And I want to say to you is don't throw out the old truths looking for something fresh and new. Keep doing that which you know. And then if you stop and say to yourself, what do I know? Just stop. What makes you peaceful? What makes you peaceful? And be comfortable. So look at this passage one more time. Finally, one more thing. Brothers and sisters, 
Um, uh, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you learn from us, so what you've learned from us, and ought to live and, and, and to please God, in fact you're doing, you should do more and more, for you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. See, what's the point of it all? It says it right there. As you learn from us, uh, you ought to please God. So the goal is to please God. So what I'm saying to you is, as we begin this new year, it's not necessarily about some brand new thing. It's about holding on to that which you know, to that which you know, and to do that. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise for you are good. Allow, Lord God, for us to see the good in that which we have done for a long time in our life. Allow us to hear your voice in that which we know that the old truths, the truths that are embedded in us, are things that we can hold confidence to, Lord, if they are from you, having listened to the teaching. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. I can feel a major talk coming on because that's such a wonderful topic to continue to do what you know and what you've learned to do. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never ever far from you.